Contains of Gwen. Happy Thursday, July the 29th, 2021. Anybody out there who winning? Making folks mad? Keep winning. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Good Days with Gwen. This song could be actually anything. I made it for the kids. Made it for the adults. I just make the song for whoever is needing some energy and needing to know that they are unstoppable. So sing it with me. Exercise with me. Whatever it is that you're doing, you do it. Let's get it. Turn it up. Turn it up.
Till a couple more people get in here per usual, you know. But for the folks, sorry showing up. Pre appreciate you. <clears throat> excuse me. Appreciate y'all for showing up to uh, listen to this conversation between me and some powerhouse black women. Yeah, that's, <clears throat> that's what I said. Powerhouse black women. I'm honored. Um, and speaking of being a powerhouse, you know, we are talking about today using that power. To tell stories that matter, you know. Yes. A lot of time in, uh, I guess in Hollywood, we see that the people in power um, aren't necessarily the people that reflect the stories that we want to see told on screen. You yeah, know. I feel that. So we just gonna get into it. Okay. And talk about how we, I guess, shift that narrative, shift that perspective, shift that reality. Okay. Uh, honestly. We can do that. So um, you know, we'll wait till our speakers get in here. I don't mm -hmm. know if y'all already seen or not, but. Today we got good day, Megan boys. Good, we got Lil Mama, good I mean, come on, who else? Good days with Who else? <laughs> who else will we be talking to about this and good them? Good um, Y'all know them. <laughs> I'm fans of them, or I'm a fan of both of them, you know. Uh, so I just can't wait to get into this conversation. Again, appreciate you guys for joining. Anytime. Uh, hope y'all are excited for this convo. I am. You know, um, let's go with Sante Black. I guess more so in terms of when we talk about telling stories that matter, what that means to me uh, is telling stories that 
can evoke positive change, you know? Yeah. I know that that's part of the reason why I decided to become an actor and entertainer um, because I recognize the power that, you know, being in this industry has to really spark a change in the world, you know? Or yeah. I guess make people see some things that they maybe never saw before, you know? Yeah, um, an yeah. example, I... You know, right after When They See Us came out, um, which was, you know, a miniseries on Netflix that I was in. And here we go. Oh, wow. Look at them both joining at the same time. Miss Megan Good, how are you? <laughs> good. How are you? I'm so good. So happy to be talking to you today. Appreciate you for joining. Yay. I'm so happy to be on. <laughs> you know, this is, this is uh, you know, I just explained it to the audience what we were talking about today, but... I'm really, really excited to get into this topic because it's something that I'm very, very passionate about. Um, I was just saying, you know, that's it's part of the reason why I decided to, you know, become an actor, uh, be in this field, in this industry, is because I recognize the positive change um, uh, and, and the, the, the impact that telling these stories can really have over people's lives. Um, and as I'm speaking on this, Lil Mama Joins, how you doing? How you doing? Hey, Asante. What's up, Meg? How you doing? Hey, Gail. Hey. I'm good. How you doing? <laughs> doing so good. We, yeah, we good. We we are here. Um, <laughs> let's just let's get right into it. You know. Um, first of all, gotta give the intros. You know, we got two amazing guests joining me today. First of all, you know her from movies like Shazam and Think Like a Man. Come on, please give it up. <laughs> Even though we won't be able to hear you, <laughs> give it up in your living room for Megan. Good. Woo! Thank you for being here again. Thank you. Thanks for having you're welcome, me. You're welcome. Of course. And also joining me is rapper, singer, actress. You know, I mean, when you're that multifaceted, what else can you say? Right. Little Mama, thank you for being Woo! here. Welcome. What's happening? Oh, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, especially in the presence of you and my sister. For real. Uh, that, that means a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so let, let's, let's get right into it. You know, we're talking about, uh, you know, using our power to tell stories that matter, to tell stories that invoke positive change. Um, I know for me, uh, positive change that I would like to see in this industry is seeing more stories that reflect people that look like us, you know, um, or stories movies. that we can relate to. Um, e even if it isn't necessarily something that we necessarily go through ourselves. You know, a lot of the time, um, you know, you go to a movie and you're like, yo, that person right there, like, that reminds me of this cousin or my sister, you know, because we just have similar, I guess, experiences. Um, and it's, it's, it's amazing to be able to relate to something like that. It almost feels like it was made for you. Uh, growing up, I'm curious um, because, you know, you guys grew up in a different time period than I'm in right now. You know, I'm still growing up. Um well, what images did you guys see of black men and women? Um, and, and how did they make you feel about, I guess, yourself um, and your prospects as artists? We'll start with you, mate. <laughs> okay, sorry. I was trying to take the uh, microphone off, y'all. Because I did grow up in a different era, I'm terrible with electronics, but we getting it together. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know, as a kid, I... Um, 
you know, it's interesting because I, I, I knew Miss Ruby D, I knew Miss Cicely Tyson, you know, I knew of them, but my generation was more like, you know, I was watching Angela Bassett and Halle mm-hmm. Berry Shout and Neil Long and Jada Pinkett. And, um, th- those were all people that I really, really looked up to as actresses. And growing up um, in a predominantly white neighborhood, I, you know, I dealt with a, a lot of racism and I often felt out of place and um, like I didn't belong. And so acting for me was really kind of an outlet. But when I would see these actors in film and television, I could see myself. And all of a sudden, you know, the possibilities were limitless. And when you think about even pursuing you know, the business that we're in, it's, it's a literal faith walk every single day. Am I going to get my next job? When am I going to get my next job? What is that going to look like? Is the thing that I desire to do? Is it coming to me? Um, And so it's to, to dare to dream that big. And I think in any career and anything that you want to do in life, um, you first have to see it to, Mm -hmm. to believe that, that it's possible. And I think that you can believe even when you don't see it, but there's something about seeing it that makes you know, um that you're unstoppable and that is tangible um and it made all the difference for me to see them and and that's again you know what i want to do with my career is you know for little girls to be able to see themselves when um i did shazam you know it was like in in the dc universe there wasn't really any black women you know and so i was like i really want to like do that you know for for young girls and 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 to play a character that actually is 12 in my body you know (laughs) it's even more special because i i I hope and pray and i believe that little girls can see themselves in that wow yeah that's beautiful that's beautiful what what about you little mama yeah i'm over here listening to meg and the whole time i'm going "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah But yeah, um, definitely, just like Meg said, like looking at people like the Loretta Devons and the Angela Bassett's, right? Even like having um, like big sisters and peers, even like Megan Good herself, Journey Smollett and um, Kiki Palmer, and just seeing how beautiful and eloquently the story of a black woman could be told from so many different perspectives is something that I definitely paid attention to my whole life, even when I was uh, music and um, like on the forefront doing the music and not really tapping into acting yet. I was able to appreciate uh, you all, like even Kyla Pratt, right? Like being a part of the proud Mm. family. My mom telling me, that's that's a girl that that's Kyla that's her voice and I'm like oh for real she like my mother was like yeah read the credits you'll see everybody involved Tommy Davidson that's how I learned about acting just by my mother helping me study um but one of one of the not but and and with that one of the most powerful dynamics that really um helped um me see the different colors of how uh I'm not sure I understand one second guys I have my computer on okay yeah. So I was saying one of the dynamics um, on film and uh, on screen that really was like super impressive to me just in studying film is the dynamic between uh, Lawrence Fishburne and uh, Angela Bassett, like how they mm-hmm. were able to, you know, what's love got to do with it and then go do what's good. And, you know, they have like three films and then they did a killer and a B. And just to see how. Um, you know, they told a hood story in Boys in the Hood where, you know, this mother, she needed help. She needed some time 
you know, to get some things, you know, on her feet over the summer and took her son to stay with his dad and just to see how their mother father relationship was in that and how and how we can relate to that being in the hood yep. and to see how, you know, they were as, you know, performing as Ike and Tina Turner. And then also, you know, to see them as an intelligent, intellectual, bright black uh, woman and, and man uh, raising, help raise a child as a teacher and a, and a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it taught me so much. It not only was it relatable, but it just showed me the different um the different types of relationships that that can you know be between a woman and a man and i think that they did an incredible job with that through acting wow wow no i i i agree 100 percent um and hadn't even thought about it like that you know when when you know we, we always want to see stories that we can definitely 100 percent relate to um but it's always good to see something to aspire to be as well you yeah. know um and you know Shouts to them for 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 laying the groundwork, <laughs> you know. Um, and and speaking of laying that groundwork, you know, I feel like um, I was just actually just having a conversation um, uh, about this, like literally earlier today, with my good friend Niles Fitch, um, who's also an actor. Um, oh, Niles. Yeah, yeah, we love Niles. We love Niles. <laughs> we do. Um, but we were talking about how. Uh, you know, there, there's today when it comes to representation on screen, um, I don't think that there has ever been this many uberly talented young black no actors and actresses nope. consistently working. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you I know, e- every time I'm, I'm turning my head, one of my friends is doing something else and another one is doing something else. And it's all like it's, it's never under the same roof. It's never under the same genre. It's like, oh, that's. That's cool, yo. Like, like I've never seen nothing like that. Um, and and so we were just talking about how, you know, if we I continue to walk in this path of making sure that we are being conscious about the roles that we choose and and the things that we decide to portray and put our, on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I feel like the in in ten years, you know, the, the industry is going to look a whole lot different. A whole lot different. Um, And that's just me, you know, projecting from from my standpoint right now, because what I see, you know, this is all I know. This is normal to me. Well, what do you guys feel about or how do you guys feel about uh, the current state of representation and the the, uh, many portrayals that we have of uh, black life um, on on TV and film and even in music now? Mm hmm. It's, um, it's, 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 we're coming along, you know, um, I'm gonna get old on y'all for two seconds, Uh, (laughs) but you know, I, I started when I was four and, um, I'll be 40 next month and, um, it's been interesting to see, um, the shifts and the changes. You know, I remember like 10 years ago, huh? Oh, sorry. I thought I interrupted someone. Um, I remember like 10 years ago, I was doing the show for NBC. And um, most of the times when I had done TV shows, you know, I had like played like the sergeant or like the boss or, you know, something like that. And this was like my first um, role where I was the lead of the TV show. And it was a multi-diverse cast. And um, that year was the year that Empire came out. It was the year that How to Get Away with Murder came out. It was the year that Being Mary Jane came out. Um, It was the second year of Scandal. And uh, it was the first time I had ever looked around and seen that many 
black females leading their own TV shows. And it was strange because it it kind of was like culture shock. I was like, oh, my God, like, this is incredible. Like, what a time to see this because a lot of times, you know, growing up in the industry, they, they give you a mentality or they, not, they give you, but you're taught that, you know, there's only room for one. Yeah. And I think that often put like pits people against each other, you know, men, but I think especially women. And it's unfortunate because that's not true. Number one, um, what's mine is mine is for me. No one can take it from me. And what someone else is for someone else, you know, is for someone else. I can't take it from them. And it's not about competing ever. It's about, you know, God's timing and and doing your part and doing the work, but um, it's, it's nice to see that you don't have to overthink that kind of mentality. There, there is space for everyone. And so many new projects are coming out and so many different type of projects. And I think another thing that's important is how we are, you know, like, like as, um, little mama was just saying, like when we were growing up, there was a lot of movies like boys in the hood and menace to society and juice. And those are all iconic movies, but, it, but we often were boxed in. Like that's the kind of movie you do because yeah. that's what y'all do. Exactly. And in actuality, you know, we're from all different walks of life. life. Like I said, I grew Mm -hmm. up in a predominantly white neighborhood. We all grew up differently and have had similar experiences, but also very different experiences. Um, And they're all unique. And so just wanting to see more content that shows, you know, different people and different types of black people, um, because you have that in film in general, but we're just now getting that in film that has, um, you know, black folks who are leading in, in, you know, who are the character and the story is about them. And, and they not go ahead. Sorry, they, they definitely are doing better by including so many different black people. Um, in my opinion, from what I can see, I know I'm not an actor or actress yet, but I appreciate each and every last one of you all for having this podcast and having this conversation about, the power and using your story and how people are now being more um, educated on the things that black people can do and to appreciate what we can bring to the table. I know it was a time where it was only a place that said you can only do this. You can only be a thug. You can only be a prostitute. You can only be a, a single. You can only be a basketball player. You know, those things were always kind of formed around what we could only do. And it was just like, wait, we're more than basketball players. We're philosophers. We're doctors. We're queens. We're kings. We're royalty. You know what I mean? Like, we do stuff. We we power the city. We power the country. We figured out how to figure out ways to, to heal ourselves. We figured out um, that there are doctors in us. There are architects in us. There are scientists in us. There are therapists in us like there's so many things that we can do that we're not limited to just being a thug a prostitute or a basketball player like that was kind of back in the day where it was like um you just have to accept it because that was like that's all we giving you but now in the era that we are in it is phenomenal to see so many black young black people doing their thing the older black people seeing and leading the way for us to continue to do our thing in a more positive way there is there is a program going on that um 
television is lying to us about and portraying us to be only a certain kind of folk when you really just never know what kind of folk you're dealing with you never get get to know them you never learn from them you never let them speak you never give them room to be in the same category as you for a lot of people we're we've been shunned because of the color of our skin but the days that we're walking in now i'm thankful that people are trying to understand the melanin people that are out here and putting their lives on the line and just living and thriving day to day speaking their peace about being black in america comes with um backlash all the time okay all the time you can be as positive as you want to be portray most positivity in your life but they'll find some little piece of dirt and try to use it against you and say you are disqualified i see that going on now with the young lady miss simone biles i've seen that with the lady shikari richardson and so many other women who have gone through this uh loops and hoops of olympics um or the acceptance of of white patriarchy or however you want to look at it it's so many things that are going on still to this day although we're accomplishing so much we have still been knocked down in a way where we can't move out of this place because oh we're overqualified oh our contestants can't do what you can do so we have to then send you down into a box that says you can only do uh hundred percent of the of the exercise not a hundred and ten because your uh comrade com- <laughs> because your people who are alongside of you um can't do it doesn't mean you're not qualified to do what you have to do or what you have to bring to the table and I'm glad she stepped down for self care because that gave me a headache because we know exactly what they were saying so I may have veered off a little bit, but using your power to tell your story is where it's really at in the times of now. 2021, July the 29th to be exact, we have Asante Black, Megan Good, Lil Mama, to name a few of the excellent black folk that are already changing the world and doing their own thing in the positive way that they can. And I'm just tuning in on the podcast. I'm ad-libbing. I'm putting in what I feel as well because... I, too, am a successful, educated black woman, and I want the world to know that our youth, our future is dependent on people like you and I to be more positive about the future and what life can bring and the possibilities. So I'll let them continue. I said they're not dying first in the horror. Yeah, <laughs> that part. That part. Yeah. 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 Why don't you uh, expand on that a little bit, uh, little mama? Yeah, um, ever since I was a kid, we go to the movie and we always laugh because we'd be like, oh, yeah, that nigga's dying first. Nah. <laughs> we get the whole cast and we get like in a horror or like even Final Destination or like uh, any any movie like that, like scary movie, Halloween. We'd be like, nah, predict we're going to die first. Bust the rhymes. <laughs> you know, but like um, that, that has been um, a part of um a, a a trend and a pattern that has taken place at one point and i feel like now with um world evolution you know it's trickling down on entertainment because with with world evolution right also comes technology the way we're able to express ourselves is a lot different when i first got started with my music from the perspective of people knowing who i was because i i started at a young age as well um not four years old like Meg and Meg. Let me tell you, you look good, girl. Forty. 
Starting when when I when I started um, coming into the industry, I already was being prepped into the world of uh, technology and using computers. I didn't have one of my own at the time. I would go to the library. My brothers and I, we would go to the library all the time because that's where we were would have access to the computer or or to um, or in school when we had. Shout out to the people who was in the library because I know I was. Shout out to Brittany, Brittany, if you ever listen to this episode, girl. Shout out to the librarian, girl. You made it. Our free time, our recess, we would use that time to go back into the um, computer room yeah. where we would have access to yeah. online. And even in, like, yeah. like you know, that. which uh, opened, the web just started opening up. And I feel like we had a space now where people are curating content and telling stories on their own, especially us black people, all people, um, um, using the internet to um, vlog, right? And just get, mm-hmm. you know, get people to like, you know, know how we do our hair in the morning or something that we might like to eat. And then we have so many other people that can relate to those small things. Uh, so that just being a small example and film being another example, just to show the change. I think that many producers and directors just started opening their eyes to, okay, in 1920, this is what a film looked like. In 1999, this is what a film looked like. In 2015, this is what a film looked like, but this is where we are now. And I think, having young producers and young revolutionaries right of all of all races just being like this is what we want to see and i think it's causing a diverse a diversity that's um really brilliant in uh in entertainment as a whole wow wow wow! and that actually like mm-hmm. <laughs> circles beautifully back to exactly what we're talking about you know using your power you know to tell stories that matter Um, just to get my face out there and just to, you know, I mean, it was just something that I enjoyed doing, you know, um, and you see so many people now um, coming from like, you know, Vine and, and YouTube and, and transitioning over to, uh, you know, the big screen or, or the TV screen um, because we're realizing, OK, I have this vision for myself about where I want to go. Mm-hmm. And now I I do have a little bit of power. You know, I feel like we all have a little bit of power now. With the internet, you know, we, we can, mm-hmm. if you know how to, uh, uh, I guess, then, mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 a very, very powerful tool. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And, and just, for, just for those of y'all in the audience that just joined, um, just wanted to let y'all know that we are talking about using our voices to introduce and advance conversations around portrayals of black men and women in the media. Um, and, you know, Megan Good and Lil Mama are with me. Uh, for those of y'all that have been in here for a little bit, a little bit, if y'all are enjoying this conversation, let's grow this room. You know, hit the arrow at the bottom, share this room, invite your Facebook friends. You know, you can do it one by one or you can just post it on your wall. You know, I feel like a lot of people might take uh, some value from this convo. So go ahead and do that if you if you feel if you feel uh, so obliged. <laughs> um, do you do you guys feel responsible to tell different stories? Uh, why or why not? Uh, I do. I mean, it, you know, because I think, you know, growing up in this industry, it, you, you're aware that everything that you create 
um, is filtered out into the rest of the world. And when something is filtered out into the rest of the world, it does affect and influence, inspire and encourage and all those different things. Um, and so you start to feel a responsibility for what it is you're putting into the world. And, and mm-hmm. yes, as an actor, there's things that you do that just creatively, you just yeah. want to do that because you enjoy it or, you know, it's something you want to do. And then I think there, for me, is a part of, you know, responsibility for, for what's getting out there and Humanly. making sure that young girls can see themselves and young men can see themselves. Yes. And also, um, I, you know, it, it, I can't tell you how many times I was told, you know, directly to myself, like, hey, you can't play the lead in this um, because you're black and that's not going to sell overseas. Mm -hmm. Um, So what we're going to do is the best friend role, you know, and and that I can think of three times like immediately coming to mind. Um, And I just want to see it be easier for the little girl behind me. I want, you know, uh, the Paige Herds and the Ryan Destinies and, you know, um, the Chloe Baileys. Like I want it to be so much easier for them than it was for me. So um, I definitely feel a responsibility like all across the board to to the content that we put in, to that content, creating more content, to that content, um, creating certain perspectives that ultimately equal more of that type of content mm-hmm. um, and to the person who's watching it, you know, that affects them right. in, in, a, in a way that empowers them. And are listening. 100%. I agree. 100%. That's exactly right. So for anybody out there that's listening to this podcast today, I hope this message found you well. I don't own any rights to it. I'm learning just like you. But I hope that inspires somebody to tell their story and to understand that there is a such thing as a responsibility for the portrayal. And 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 it's not all upon you, but you do have some percentage of that duty. Um, as for myself as well, I feel that it is important for the children to know that they have somebody to exemplify them in a good fashion, uh, respective manner. Um, there's a lot of things that are being out there that's programmed in us to be less than um, and uh, looking for people who are looking who don't know us. It can screw their vision and what kind of people we are because of how um, media we act or show our <laughs> our, our butts you know what I mean like it's a it's a thing about being a time and a place for everything and some of us are still learning that there is a time and a place for everything I'm not holier than thou all I'm saying is there is a time and a place for everything we all know about being ratchet we all know about having a, a few more few more drinks than we need Um, and, and with that being said <laughs> Know that everybody is always watching or learning something from you, whether they're young or old. Um, and I keep that in the back of my mind because I I think that gives a regard of respect and some sense of, of servitude to know that it's okay, you know, to to give people the best the best side of you, the better side of you. Because we know we know y'all can be ugly and have ugly thoughts and opinions about things but there's an old saying that used to go around and said uh if you don't have nothing nice to say then say nothing at all <laughs> and there's people out there who never probably even heard that and i hope that if you come across this message you learn you learn that from me <laughs> because it'll save it'll save a lot 
of what is going on out here and a lot of the chaos and madness and um, acceptance issue that people have. People just want to be, got to be accepted. Not everybody's going to accept you. Get that out of your mind, okay? That's me telling you from my heart to yours. Not everybody's going to accept you and that is okay. Your world does not turn upside down because somebody doesn't like you or agree with your views or your life or any of that. None of that pays your bills. So, Get that in your life at the earliest age that you can. Tell your children that right now, let them know nobody's going to love them like mama and daddy. (laughs) Okay? Um, And the rest of the world can wait. Okay? They do not, will not, cannot love you like family can and should love you. So, um, wrapping that all up, walk in your power, believe in yourself, understand that it takes every day to be a good person every day okay it's a it's a common decision okay <laughs> should be common uh it's something you wake up and say you know what i'm gonna wake up on the right side of the bed <laughs> i'm gonna wake up on the right side of the bed but even if you don't you know somebody's day is worse than yours not taken away from the fact that yours is a little shitty but it shitties and you get to experience it there's a lot of people who wish they can get a breath of fresh air, literally. So, um, putting that in your heart and on your mind, I want you to understand operating in a good light, operating with good energy, high energy is a decision. Yes, yes, you you decide to be mean. You sure do. You decide to stay in that funk. You decide to say what you're going to say that you know isn't nice You because you thought about it too long and you've been stirring it up and spewing in it, sitting in it, and you know it wasn't no good to come out of you, but you said you said, F it, I'm going to do it anyway. So don't. Don't create recipes out there in the atmosphere that you know are not of you. I mean, you feel the way you feel. Anger is absolutely a human um, tool, but you can choose not to use it. There are so many other tools and weaponry that we come with that um, you can use, okay? Laugh more. If it pissed you off, giggle. You know what I mean? That'll really um, question the rest of that conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> Start clapping. You know what I mean? Like, throw it off. You don't have to operate in anger because anger gets you in your house, toe up. You, you know what I'm saying? Because you go to jail, who going to pay them bills? You know what I'm saying? Because whatever they say and however they feel about you or don't feel about you is should, should not make or break you in a way where you lose all of your senses and throw it out the window. You know what I mean? Because anger, anger is a small small tool that we all we often go to because that's our handy dandy notebook okay but choose something else okay besides spewing hate and dislike and just ugliness say something nice okay say something nice about it if it isn't nice keep it to yourself you know what i'm saying it would have never been out there if you didn't say it so you think about that today i hope this message found you um, hope it helped you like it helped me. And it's a new day. It's a good day. We're Gwen. Thanks for listening in.